Welcome to the Random Tea American Gods podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Janya. And today we're talking about season one, episode one, The Bone Orchard. Woo woo! We have been waiting so long. Yep. For this show. It's been 84 years. It's been 84 years. It, re- it really has. Oh, I'm so glad it's finally here. Yeah. Okay. Let's, uh, you want to get housekeeping straight up out of the way? Yes. Okay. Yes. Especially if you're new to us. I have read the book. Yep. And I has not. So there's that. So I'm going to do my best to not spoil future plot lines and stories and, and whatnot. Right. I will do my best. Right. I apologize in advance if I do. And I'm going to ask about 400 questions, some of which you can answer and some of which you can't. Yes, correct. So, and if I can't, that you're basically just going to get the response of mildly interesting. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So if that's I can't code say for like, like can't tell I'm you, I'm not going to tell you whether that's cool or not, but I'm just going to, yeah. Which drove you nuts. Yes. The night we watched this episode. <laughs> yes, it did. So, uh, also to get along with housekeeping, um, those of you who are new to Random Tea Podcasts. Welcome. Welcome. We're so glad you're here. Uh, I have a mild speech impediment that prevents me from pronouncing things correctly. So you will find that I do that mm-hmm. a lot. We literally just had to look up someone's name yep. because we couldn't agree on how it was pronounced. And of course I was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's, I'm, I'm sorry. I can't say some words. It's okay though. And I, my brain sometimes goes too fast and... Yeah, sometimes her mouth can't keep up with her brain, which is fine. And it usually ends up in, ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> that just means I'm thinking too quickly and I, my, my mouth will catch up. So, uh, what other housekeeping things do we uh, need? We're recording this uh, the Saturday following the previous Sunday's episode. So, sorry guys, we're not bumping our uh, two-weekday recording. Scheduling, yeah. Uh, which is Gotham and... Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., so sucks for y'all. Sorry. Sorry, yeah. And we both have full-time jobs. Yeah. Um, that yeah. require us to actually show up for work. They're weird. So lame. I know, right? So, yeah. So, sorry, not sorry. Yeah. But we are really excited for this show. Yeah. Uh, any other housekeeping stuff before I forget? Uh, just that, yeah, it's just eight episodes this yeah, season. Yeah, it's only so. eight episodes. Um, So, depending on... I'm going to say this now, depending on, um, Oh, is this an executive decision? It is. Depending on how this goes, how much feedback we get, how much there is left to discuss, we may or may not do a separate recap for the season rather than just, Oh, like a season, a season. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah, We can see when we get there. It just depends. So when we get there, yes. If you would like to have one of those, then let us know. Let us know. Cause we did have have a preview cast. We did. We did. So. And we usually do that at the beginning of seasons. Now. Yes, we do that anyway. So, yeah. Just to get, say, hey, we're here. Yeah. So, any other? I don't think so. Housekeeping. Okay. Um, I do the recap and you don't. I, you do recap and yeah. I do feedback. Correct. And, oh, especially Janya will be reading all the feedback as far as American Gods goes because I have not read the book. So, we are keeping me semi-pure. Um, although, I'm, I read IMDb like a bitch. So, if it's on there, I don't consider it a spoiler. It's kind of public knowledge and it could hell it could be dicking with us and all trailers are free fair game, fair game and also there's the little uh behind the scenes bit that they do uh on the on demand on demand or you go to the website and watch the episode there's and a it's little, like a minute and a half it's yeah not, it's yeah it's know. real quick that's all free game too 
If it's out there. And Stars has been pimping a lot of stuff, like when um, when the credits are rolling on something else. I saw a little thing about, that's where I was, uh, you know, when we start talking about Billquist later, um, I was like, I saw some other footage of Billquist, so I think she's going to pop back up again. Well, and it's all over their social media. It's all yeah. over their, inst- their Instagram is blowing up. It's beautiful, though, but the way they do it. Yeah. Is really neat. Um, so, yeah, I, I consider that kind of thing all, fair game. But as far as like this happened in the book and it's different in the show or, or I oh, can't wait until this book thing happens. Yeah. We're keeping me away from that. Correct. Uh, also, as a general rule with Random Tea Podcast, anytime we're talking about an adaptation, for example, in our MCU movie feed, when we talk about the difference between how the comics are written and what happens in the MCU movies, uh, it's never wrong. It's, it's just, just different. different. Yeah. They are both their own sets of canon. Yep. So I will never say that they did something wrong. Yeah. Yeah. On the show. It's just, they. here's how they did it differently in the book. Yeah. Um. So... There and I go. do, if you haven't read the books after the season, I would encourage you to, as listeners. Yeah. You can't read it. No. You're not allowed. Uh, <laughs> At least not until they're uh, done. Because it is different. Yeah. So, okay. Any other? I don't think so. Okay. What did you think of it? Um, it felt like an appetizer. Okay. A really pretty appetizer. I want story. Okay. But I know full well that we're setting things up. You have to. So I'm, I'm, I know they're going to get into it. I, you know me, I just, mm-hmm. I want more of an origin. I want like, okay, let me tell you what happened. Da, 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 da. But it, but my God, was it gorgeous. It was visually, you and I are, are, are both very visual people. We yes. like seeing. Yeah. Um, while the, show opener sequence was a little chintzy to me i think it was meant to i didn't like it well okay chintzy in what way you expected like a like a thousand vikings or Uh, no no not the opening scene not the vikings no 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 the opening credit title opener oh that's some cheese it was terrible yeah, I don't like it. I was hoping for something. We of, had 80s flashbacks. It was so bad. The neon just made me yeah. want to throw up. Yeah. Uh, I was hoping for something a lot more oomph. I think, I I think. More iconic, I guess, is what I'm they thinking. Were go, what, what I'm guessing they were going for was it looked fake. It looked neon mm. and kind of, you know, where mm-hmm. where you look mm-hmm. at something and from afar it might look okay, but the closer you get, the paint's chipped and it looks kind of cheesy. Possibly. It felt very artificial. Maybe. And then again, it makes this weird totem pole. Um, yeah. So, I, it felt kind of false. I guess I was expecting something along the lines of the Game of Thrones season o- uh, show opener. Mm. Uh, even the Black Sails, let's go to stars, Black yeah. Sails uh opening sequence title sequence whatever you want to call it is beautiful and yeah. very engaging engaging and even after four seasons yeah you hear that music and it's just yeah oh but this was just and it's eh. and you you hit the nail on the head when we were rewatching it just now that's gonna get real old real fast and it's gonna be one of the, it's like okay westworld 
I'm going to compare it to Westworld is a great opening sequence, great music. After the first couple times, you're like, okay, I want to watch the show now. Okay, I got another minute of this. Whereas shit. with Game of Thrones, it's well, a- for the longest they changed the map. Yeah, then so they that got was chintzy. always then they got cheap. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, again, black sails. It's all, it's um like statues and they're in in action, but it's all yeah. part of it's in this white, uh, marble not marble but white, like you make statues out of granite. Granite. Yeah. And then you've got like the obsidian type pirates and skeletons mixed in with it. And it's all very engaging and interesting. Yeah. And you see something new every time you see it. And so like, I think if you go full credits every single time, you got to make it good. Otherwise, do what the magicians does. Just give me that little, you get a little Just thing a of music da-da-da. and the title. And then yeah. let's, let's go. So I was not impressed with it. I, I was very disappointed. Okay. Okay. With that. So, but um, the rest of the show, very visual, very uh, that's why contrasting. Think, that's why I think the opening uh, or credits were very deliberately done because they felt chintzy, but I think they were done that way on purpose because God knows they are not shy on pouring money into this thing. No, they, they spent a long a time of money into this. They spent a lot of money and they've sunk a lot of time. Mm-hmm. They got some big names in the cast. Yep. So I maybe I feel it's like just it was deliberate. Yeah, and I'm sure it just didn't hit you right. It's so this it's, this show is so artsy. Yeah, it really is. This is probably the artsiest thing we've cast for like ever. <laughs> I think it is. We're like we're we're on premium channels now, babe. <laughs> Ooh, we went Woo! premium. Yeah, we haven't worked our way up to HBO yet. <laughs> We're just starting out with stars. Stars. Uh, <laughs> gosh. <laughs> We've gone beyond network. Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, and um, if you are also new to us, Darby swearing ahead. <laughs> Make sure you turn the explicit label yeah, on. Yeah, I always do. So okay, that's, good. But that's really the only reason we have explicit. I wish there was a language thing because it makes it sound like we're, you know, well, you know, we are going to talk about some stuff with Bilquis. Have, I mean, I was later, about to so say, have know. you watched this episode? So I don't know. So, yeah. yeah. Um, do you, do we need to do like some writer director stuff here? Yeah. yeah. Um, so this was directed by David Slade, who, um, he does the first three episodes. And I was kind of surprised. He's kind of slim on credits. Um, he was involved in Hannibal. So he did some of the Hannibal episodes. Um, but he's, uh, but so did Fuller. Yeah. Um, but the biggest feature he did was Twilight Eclipse. Ew. Yeah. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. So I just, I wanted to let that Well, in. okay, but after watching this episode, he had a job. So, but I'm kind of surprised, though, because... It was not, even of the Twilight movies, that was not the good one. No, I'm kind of, I'm kind of surprised, though, because I think... I say that as though there was a good one, but... That, that's one of the things that... Because I've read a fair amount of reviews. Um, people either loved it or hated it, it seems. Um, but even the people that hated it, all they all said it was gorgeous. It was beautifully shot. It was beautifully... So, like, he did a good directorial job for not having a ton of director credits. Like, he goes way back. He did the... Um, he did, like, a Stone Temple Pilots video in the late 90s. Oh, Wow. You know the one with Sarah Michelle Gellar in it? He did that one. No, but okay. Um, So, like, he doesn't have a 
ton that wasn't of, ton black, of stuff. Wasn't was that Black Hole Sun? No. no. Sour Girl. I don't know. Black that Hole one Sun then. Soundgarden. Sorry. Late nineties I was yeah. living in the streets in New Orleans, so Yeah, well you know. Um so I, I was actually kind of almost more impressed by that because this was very effects heavy. This was very um very visual effects, heavy. Very visual. Um the framing of things. So yeah. Um and of course it was and I thought this was interesting. Um they are both credited for the teleplay. So they're because this is adapted from Neil Gaiman's work, um it was Brian Fuller who is the Hannibal guy. Um, and also did Dead Like Me, Pushing Daisies. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Michael Green, who, interestingly enough, did wrote the screenplay for Logan. Which I still have not seen. And Green Lantern. What? Yeah. Wow, that's... They're like... Yeah, yeah. Spectrum. But I, I did think Brian Fuller's worked with Kristen Chenoweth before in Pushing mm-hmm. Daisies. And yep. then Michael Green was the creator of this show called Kings on NBC. It was a modern adaptation of, like, Bible stories. And it was political intrigue, but it was Ian McShane. I am both scared and interested. Yeah, it only lasted a season. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot, just about everybody you run into in the show, they're tied together somehow. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Somebody knew somebody who knew somebody. Yeah. Um. So, you ready for the recap? Um, I'm going to try. Okay. It's tough. Yeah. God, I hate you. Because there are a lot of things that are <laughs> different. Different. Not wrong. So, yeah. You can prefer one to the other, but that doesn't make it wrong. Okay. So, um, so we start with, um, and again, we're going to go straight into, um, if they're credited with a name on IMDb, I'm going to call them by that name, even though it wasn't explicitly given. So, this is Mr. Ibis. Okay. Who is Mr. Ibis? Thoth. Thoth. Yeah. That's the word we had to look up because I've always heard him, uh, heard it pronounced as Thoth. Yeah. But it's Thoth. Thank you, Amelia Peabody, for teaching me how to pronounce that. Um, so he's, he's an Egyptian, um, is he, he's actually a god, isn't he? Yes. 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 Okay. He's an Egyptian god of writing. He's the he's, scribe. Yeah. Uh, and I think so, that's what I asked you at one point. You did, but I wasn't. I said, is he like the scribe of the gods? Because I was thinking he had a kind of Metatron feel, if you know Supernatural. You put me on the spot, though. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, he's in the scene, he's surrounded by books. Yeah. And so. I thought, well, who, who better to document them than one of their own? So yeah. So this is Mr. Ibis, and he is writing um, uh, the story of how the All-Father, Odin, came to America in, in, in yeah. uh, the 800s. And it was not a it was not a happy tale. Cause <laughs> it's not some, friendly. Because some Vikings came and um, um, shit. I have some bad news for you. This is not a happy show. No, it's really not. Yeah, it, it's not. It's not a fun rock for about all that. ages. Um, and it gets pretty fucking bloody because and and again, this is where I kind of had to suspend my disbelief because it's not meant to be this is is exactly what happened it's a story it's the telling of a story and because the the arrows were so over the top it was all very over and the it top. was like if they literally stepped one toe off the beach they would have been killed with arrows by the native americans like there's like if they how wanted you know, them dead they know, would have killed them on the beach how do you know there were native americans i'm making an assumption you never saw them i don't know that white dudes were already like pissing on stuff on the shores of america you don't even point. know exactly what shore it was that he landed on it was the eastern side. okay yeah it was i know you're right yeah because uh, they do talk about um erickson yeah yeah leaf erickson that came later that came later so um and by the way that would not be columbus no 
He's Sorry. a douche nozzle. Um, They're all douche nozzles. Well, yeah. Like, okay. They all were like, this is my land. Um, so, you know, they, they they have to stay on the beach. They're going to leave because they're like, this place is fucking terrible. Um, but there's no wind. And so. And as you pointed out, they had oars. Yeah. Yeah. But again, this is a story. They're, this is the telling of a story. So, so I, I if we get more of these little vignettes of because I, I this I kind of like because you know me I love origin shit. Um, if we get more of these, we'll have to pay attention to, and and kind of cha- you kind of have to change your mindset. It's not just well, let's look at this logically. It's a story, and it's meant to convey a message. It's almost exactly. like it's almost like you can't pick apart some of the some of the myths. So what what did you take away from this scene? That, um, because you had told me a little bit about the premise and and some of these older gods and they're not worshipped as much. And so I kind of thought, like, one dude comes to this new country or this new whatever with, I worship Odin, and Mm -hmm. boom. So he brought Odin to this. Oh, it ain't like that. Odin had to be worshipped a certain way. Odin had to be worshipped as Odin. Right. I mean, how you worship Odin. Yeah. And it's not just, oh, we carved a thing and we're going to pray to you. No. No. That's not adequate. It's not a... It's not a passive kind of worship. And so that, I think, kind of surprised me. Okay. I get what you're saying. Mm Mm-hmm. That's not entirely correct. Okay, for Odin, though. Not every god's for, the same. For in order for Odin to give them what they needed, yes, Odin needed the sacrifice. Okay, so you're saying like it's fine if they're just like, "Oh, hey, Odin, you're a cool dude. I'm gonna pray at your statue." But like, if you actually want shit to get done, yeah. Once they set foot on land as worshippers of Odin, Odin came. Odin was there. Okay, okay. That's all it really took for Odin to have come over. But he ain't doing shit for They brought, shit for they brought you. Odin with him. But they wanted Odin to do something for oh, him. okay. And that required That sacrifice. required the worshipping. Odin was already there. Right. And Odin doesn't want, like, you know, you to put money in the collection basket yeah, there. Yeah, well, Odin's a dick. He wants your blood. Odin's a dick. Yeah. So they end up, um, they try cutting cutting each uh, of their right eyes out because Odin. Because so you again, hadn't figured out Odin at this point. Yeah, because they just refer to him as the Allfather. Um, so if you didn't get it from Allfather and, you know, they gouge one of the eyes out, it's Odin. Um, and and so, the Viking warship. I mean, yeah. come on. And so, like, still doesn't work. So they start having a skins versus swords uh, battle. Um, that's the sharks and the vets. Yeah. Vets, thank you very much. Yeah. And so they start fighting. And of course, as the more they fight, there is a massive amount of blood. It's very theatrical. There, there is more blood coming out of those men than had any right to be. Yeah. But it was visually enticing. And this put, this put a lot of people off. I and, will say that. Um, it was a very, pra- it was a practical effect. Yes. That they did that, that on, actually on set. spewed on. I'm sure set. there's some CGI to kind of punch it up a little bit. Well, for contrast to the coloring, yeah, but it's yeah they brought buckets and buckets because of that blood was in set. the behind the scenes. It was that we just watched. That was pretty cool. Whew. So, um, eventually, uh, the wind does start blowing, and they realize let's get the fuck up out of here. And um, they none of them ever stepped foot on a. You know, on a boat, boat again, again when they got yeah. home, and they never talked about it. And, blah, blah, and so, a hundred years later, when Leif Erikson um, came to America, his God was waiting for him. His God was already so Odin was already there. Yes, yes. Um, okay, 
overall, this scene was completely different from the story in the book. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm not going to completely detail it just to let people read the book for themselves, but it is completely different. They do come over. Um, nobody leaves. Okay. They all die. Nobody leaves. So, um, but it is completely different. Yeah. Like, cause I'm watching it going, what the fuck is happening? Why are they poking themselves in the eye? What the fuck? Yeah. So I think, well, I think that kind of set the tone for you. Cause it was like, okay, I can't just assume I know what's going on. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. Be- I'm perfectly okay with that. Because we've, we've watched, I mean, Game of Thrones, we're going to bring that up because it's a, it's a big comparison with, we know the source material. Um, yeah, they see, can that's do story. whatever the fuck they want. Of course they can. And Neil Gaiman is very much involved in all of this. Yes. Yes. Uh, so I feel it's okay. What they've done has been done with a blessing. Yeah. Like the double D's do with George R. R. Martin's blessing for the most right. part. On Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. So, Again, yeah. yeah, it's a lot of comparisons. So did you like the scene? It was a scene. I wasn't like, yeah. Okay. None of it's really gotten me. I was excited because, like, I know the whole story, so. Yeah. N- the one thing is, nothing's really gotten me super engaged yet. Yet. So, I'm w- I'm, I'm waiting. Because I think it will. I don't, I don't want to just watch it and be like, well, yeah. Okay. But, yeah. So. Um, so, our next scene, we meet the main, the main, uh, pro tag of the show. Um, Shadow Moon. He's in prison. He's lifting weights. He's got his creepy, creepy ass friend. Why does every story always start in prison? I'm uh, telling I'm you. I'm pretty sure every story doesn't. Okay. Okay. Um, and so he's he's got his little, his creepy ass little friend. Um, the magicians did. It did not start in prison. It was like a prison. And it did not technically start with that either. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, this is low-key Lysmith, if you... Again, he's Low credited as that. Lie Smith, who his name is never said in the episode. No, it is not. Which both bugs me and intrigues me. And he are they trying to purposely hide his identity or not? Yeah, because I mean, the yeah. second you say Loki, and then you go, oh, oh, because yeah. reading the book, you read the words, and it's. It's a very visual. It's a symbol. It's not a, you're not saying it, but if you say it out loud, you go low key. You go, oh. Because oh, it's L-O-W space K-E-Y. Low Like he's key. low key. Yeah. Yeah. And so they're they're talking and they talk about, um, you know, prison and they talk about how Shadow basically makes it very clear. I don't believe in it if I can't see it, but he will, he will be the first to say, but I feel like something. And I have an axe hanging over me and he's got this premonition. He's got this feeling that something bad's about to happen. And um, Loki ends it with uh, prison has a way of keeping people in prison because Shadow's about to get out. And so yes. we're like, okay. So we go with Shadow and he calls his wife and I thought it was interesting. We did not see her. We only heard her. And um, this conversation was almost verbatim out of the book. Yeah. That's why I think they went for more of a teleplay than written by so we'll, yeah it'll be interesting to me to see if that changes as the as the season goes on but yeah this this conversation between him and laura is almost verbatim yeah and i was very excited yeah and so um we find out he is getting out in five days and he tells her like something doesn't feel right and she says she says everything's fine don't worry about it 
Um, and uh, their friend Robbie's about to come over because they're going to plan a, a party for Shadow. And she's like, you don't know anything about it. And he's like, okay. And so we just hear her. And I thought that was interesting. Um, so we see her in a couple minutes because Shadow's having trouble sleeping. And um, we get this really cool effect of his ceiling like falling apart and revealing Laura and it's, but it's from the angle that it's from because it's shot from the ground and you see shadow leaning out of his bunk and you look up and it's Laura Mm -hmm. and she just says goodnight to him and they tell they, they love each other. And then it like, he rolls like that's something that happens every night. And so it's just a thing. Yeah. And so he has this weird vision and, um, then he has a weirder vision or dream or, Whatever you want to call it, because we're not really 100% clear on what it is yet. Um, and he is walking through. There's your bone, bone orchard, because there it is. It's pretty pretty self-explanatory. Um, and so this tree kind of like is really menacing, and it reaches towards him, and it starts scratching him. And it's um, it's very menacing. And then we see a visual that I did not like is we see this noose. And then Shadow's woken up by a guard. And I was like, I didn't need that imagery. Okay, so this is obviously the Bone Orchard that the title of the episode right. refers to. However, um, to explain the where you see it visually and you go, oh, that's, that's the Bone Orchard. Yeah, because there's bo- bones everywhere. In the books, the conversations between... Uh, Shadow, God, I blanked out on his name. <laughs> Shadow and Loki, there's more interaction between the two of them. Right. Um, and at some point, Shadow, because this entire book is from Shadow's POV. Yeah. Let's put, let's explain that right now. And you had to kind of remind me of that because I was like, I want to know more stuff. And you're like, Shadow doesn't know you, shit right you now. You will only know what Shadow knows. Right. Because only the Shadow knows. Oh my God, of course you're going to do I that. I love that radio show. I, I told you I was going to. I know. I you warned did. you. You did. But there's more conversation between the two of them, and Shadow explains that they talk about the the prison graveyard mm-hmm. at some point. I don't really remember why the subject even come up, came up, but Loki refers to it as the Bone Orchard. The prison oh, okay. graveyard is referred to as the Bone Orchard. Okay, okay. So, so it's actually said in the books. Instead of just being shown which again we said this 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 episode is very everything's very visual yeah but to translate uh and and this is discussed a lot again game of thrones because it's from a character's pov that's very hard to translate to screen without doing incessant voiceovers oh my god the voiceovers so old so old so fast so yeah they have to be creative about it yeah so that's the that's missing from the book okay missing from the show that's in the book and i've really felt like that was important so okay um so this guard takes shadow to the warden and shadow seems kind of like what the fuck is going on and um he's kind of he kind of seems surprised to be treated cordially almost um and we find out that uh you know he he was sentenced for six years for uh it was assault right assault and battery assault and battery Mm -hmm. um he's served three but he's about to be released so he he was and you kind of filled this in he was a model prisoner he was very much a model prisoner because and he talks about it in the books he talks about you do your own time don't do somebody else's time yeah so um but he's gonna get released a little early because oh bt dubs your wife is dead and she died in a car accident 
And so he's like com- in complete sh- shock. And so we see him get ready uh, to leave prison. He, he gets his wedding ring on. He gets his, his uh, you know, his civilian clothes on. And he's bussed out to this town. And he um, he goes to the airport and he just meets with a bunch of shit. Because he can't change his ticket out because, you know, and he, he's trying to get back for, for Laura's funeral now. And he's just kind of in a, in a daze. And she's like, no, I can't, I can't make any changes because of the funeral without a death certificate. And she's very hard nosed about it. And Shadow remembers a conversation he had with Loki about don't ever fuck with the, with the women in airports. Because don't piss him off, and and Loki gives this story of this guy that got out, but he makes a point of saying like the guy acted how he would have acted in prison. Mm-hmm. You don't disrespect me. I'm gonna get up in your face, and it didn't work. So I think it was more a kind of a warning of life is you, different outside. Life of prison. is different, yeah. right? Right, and so um, he kind of <sighs> takes you know takes a takes a breath. And he buys a, t- a ticket for the next day. And he just hangs out in the airport all night. And he tries calling his friend Robbie and he leaves him a message. And again, I just got pain and shock and just weariness. And I felt really, I felt really bad for Shadow You felt right his away. pain. Yeah, yeah, you did. Very, and it's, and it's in his body language. It's yeah. in, uh, I can't remember this actor's name. I can't. Ricky. Ricky. Whittle. He just. He plays it so well. You see the pain in his face. But what's really interesting to me is how this is different from the book mm-hmm. is the whole airport scene is completely different. Yeah. He's not met with um, conflict. Yeah. He's they not met with, with that. Him, you said. They, in, in the book, they they like, oh, okay, well, well here, I'm, I'm very sorry to hear that. Let me see. Okay, I've got you on this flight here, but you're going to have to run all the way across the airport to get to this plane. And then he misses that plane. Then he's got to run all the way back across the airport to meet another plane. And he gets bounced around a while yeah. before he gets on a plane. But he does get on a plane that night. Yeah. It's not all this, you know, I'm. you need 200 more money and blah, 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 and all this other garbage. Yeah. So I just wonder if they did that on purpose to make you feel more pain. Yeah. And to kind of get his desperation. Possibly. Up. Um, but one thing I, I did notice that um, he is not a small man. No. And he his whole body language was like inward. Well, that's from being was, years of being in prison and trying to not be well, in trouble. But also, I think like he doesn't want to be seen as trouble on the outside either. No, because he doesn't want to go back. Right. And so, um, so I thought that was like he's trying to make himself as small as possible. Yes, I thought that was good. That's good more body language, though. Yeah, and language. Um, so it's the next day, and he watches this guy, um, go to the desk, and he's trying to, uh, you know, tell this woman that he has a first class ticket, and he he starts kind of confusing his son, and he was just no, his son always travels with him, but he's about to get christened, and da 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 da, da and the clerk who is very embarrassed you can like you can tell she's the one that was like so hard-nosed with shadow the day before Mm -hmm. she just lets him in and he goes in first class and shadow's just kind of watching and so he gets on board and apparently there was some kind of a mix-up and the flight attendant ends up putting him into first class next to who we find out to be wednesday 
who is very much not confused or senile in any way. Absolutely not. Um, the difference in, in differences here is he meets Wednesday on the plane, EOD. That's where he meets Mr. Wednesday. He doesn't see him in the terminal or anything. He meets yeah. him on the plane. And the double booking seat yeah. happens. Um, that's straight out of the book. So that's, I really enjoyed that. Um, but I, so I, I don't really understand why they put him in the terminal. I think it was so Shadow could recognize another con man. Because he immediately was you're like. Ass- you're, you're assuming Shadow's a con man. Well, when they when they have that, he's like, well, you you know, he, he was like, uh, they start talking about um, if you were a traveling man. Not that you are. And Shadow's like, of course not. I'm not. But he starts naming off these cons. Okay. So that's what made me think, okay, okay Shadow you're going to scene it. Yeah. You're going to scene forward. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, and so he, uh, you know, Wednesday gets Shadow a drink. And you, Shadow says that, like, he, he's never flown before. Okay, you're, you're you're skipping over something very important here. What? Wednesday convincing the flight attendant yes. to do something against regulations. Yeah, because she's like, I'm going to have to take your drink or I, I need or something. And he's like, no, if you really had to, you would have said this or you would have said this. I'm going to keep it. And how about you bring my friend one, friend one too? And she does smiling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's important. And so... um. You know, Shadow's very uncomfortable. He's never flown before. Um, and it's raining. And it's, yeah, and it's storming. And Wednesday starts talking like a mile a minute. And he starts talking about like, um, you know, he, uh, they start talking about how he's an ex-con. And because um, this is when Shadow congratulates him on, you know, doing the, uh, getting the upgrade. Because Shadow recognized what happened. So I think that's why we saw it. Um, and so, um, Wednesday's like, oh yeah, yeah. I, um, he says, you know, I, I, uh, they start talking about like what got Shadow in trouble was, was, uh, casinos and he has a, a little coin trick that, that amuses Wednesday and, um, A lot. Yeah. And so, um, again, he know he, he says, he seems to know more than he should because he picks up on Shadow's. Oh, he knows everything. Shadow's an yeah. ex-con. And, and his wife is dead. Yep. And, um, Shadow, uh, they start talking about Shadow, how Shadow's mom was a hippie, that he ended up with the name Shadow Moon. And, um, we find out that Wednesday is, 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 is his day. And I was like, oh God. Okay. It's my day. Yeah. Which that scene has been in all the trailers. Oh my God. They filmed that like a hundred years ago. Yeah. That was in like the. The Comic-Con teaser. Comic-Con teaser. yeah. Yeah. It's my day. Yeah. And so, um. He's very this, charming. He well, he's charming and also charmingly skeezy. Kind of off-putting because he's that guy that would exhaust me to be around. Oh yes. Um, and Shadow's so on guard um, because he knows he's he sees what well <laughs> he sees what he thinks he is. He doesn't see everything. Um, and so uh, he starts Wednesday starts talking about belief, and I thought this was very interesting because. He starts talking about, like, what makes the plane fly? You think it's, like, physics and gravity and shit? It's <laughs> Lift, the belief wings, in it. <laughs> thrust, some other things. Thank you, cabin pressure. Um, and so he's like, no, it's belief. It's the belief that we all have to keep this, this like, 80-ton chunk of metal in the air. 
And if I, that's what it takes to fly, I'm never fucking flying again. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. And so um, this is when he tries to hire him. And Shadow's like, no, I, I've got a, I've got a job waiting for me at home. And he's like, no, you don't. <laughs> and Shadow's like, anyway. And so um, he, he, he says he could use a man like him, a big guy who knows the benefit of pretending he's dumb, basically. And he's like, it'd be mostly legal work. Um, and Shadow's like, no. And he's like, no, 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 don't, don't rush into your decision. And, uh, he, he goes to sleep and then, you know, Shadow pulls on a, a mask and, um, goes to sleep as well. Because there are two things that Mr. Wednesdays can do. He can sleep anywhere. He can sleep anywhere. And he usually gets what he wants eventually. I'm, I'm all for the sleeping anywhere bit. Cause you can't. Oh, uh, no. Hell, sometimes you can't even sleep in your bed. I know. <laughs> That's the worst. So, yeah. Um, so Shadow has another dream, and it's very similar to the first, except for there's a flame buffalo in it, which totally happens. Um, and because <laughs> does that not happen to you like every day? And I, the one thing that's interesting about the, the buffalo with the flames is that it tells him, believe, and then he wakes up. I was so excited to see the buffalo. He's important. Okay. Does he have a name? Remember, he's the buffalo. Is it Larry? You could name him Larry if you'd like. His name's Larry now. Okay. You're welcome. Um, and so he he wakes up at the start and he realizes the plane landed, but not where he wanted it to land. They had to make an emergency landing. And so they're, they're going to try to fly him back out and shuffle him around. And he decides, I'll just drive it. So he rents a car. And we see him. So do you get the feeling the world is trying to stop Shadow from going home? Yeah. Do you get that feeling? Yeah. Because it's, everything's fucking going wrong. And, um, and I don't know if it's the world so much as Wednesday. <laughs> um, and so he, he gets a little stopover at a state park and he screams. Shackamack. Shackamack? I don't know how it's pronounced. Uh, I just saw it on the sign. And he screams. And again, this is really pretty. Shackamack. Um, yeah. He's kind of pretty. Yeah. Well, he is. Yeah. I mean, the visuals were really pretty, too. Okay. Um, but, yeah. So, he, after not, the day he's had. He hasn't had the greatest past couple days. And so, um, we break from his story a little bit to to visit to visit Hollywood. And, which it was so funny to me because you see Mr. Ibis is writing up at the top of the of the sky. And it says, somewhere in America. And then it's like, Hollywood. I know. That was, I was, I was like, like, I know where really? that is. Some, somewhere. somewhere. Right here. <laughs> and, and so we get this, um, we get this white guy, this, this middle-aged white dude. And, and, and who is this actor? This is Brian, uh, Doyle Murray and Bill Murray's younger brother. Okay. Um, which really ups the creep factor. It kind of does. And so we find out he is, he is here for his computer date with, uh, the beautiful Bill Quiss. Beautiful, beautiful Bill Quiss. And, um, so he, he's, he's real. this is like his third internet date and his kids got him into it. He's divorced. Da, 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 da. And immediately she's like, did he say he was divorced? I, I think. Are we assuming he's divorced? I don't know. I don't know. Um, and so she, I don't think it matters. She starts taking him to her bedroom and the whole time he's like, are you sure? Because he's, he's really kind of nervous. And again, like he realizes she's like way out of his league, but she's very into him for some reason. But she's always so you you don't think I'm spent you 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 like me yeah she seems very surprised by that yeah um and 
I've tried to go back before and after what happens. And I, it's very subtle, the change in her, but it's very apparent. But I don't know what they changed. Aside from maybe her skin looks a little tighter. She doesn't look tired. I don't know. Like, it's subtle, but it yet apparent. I don't know. It seems contradictory, but we just watched it again. And yeah. Um, so they proceed to have the sex. And um, I'm not sure what this kink is called. But she wants to be worshipped. So that's it's a thing. He's, Don't kink shame. He's <laughs> kink shaming is my kink. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even really drunk any alcohol. No, so we really. This haven't. is all real. This is all just us. And so um, they start they start going at it, and um, yeah, they she, do. Uh, she asks him to worship her. And he's like, at first he's okay, like, wait, wait, we, we, we also, also there's, there are idols in this room. They're small yes. and they're off to the side and you can almost miss them if you're not paying attention because of all the sex that's going on. Right, right. But they are there. And they look like fertility. Very pronounced, uh, breasts. Yes, yes. I mean, they, they they're, look well, like they're female. Go- they're goddess symbols. I wouldn't yeah. necessarily have to say the yeah, fertility. Yeah, like the, 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 but, the divine female kind of. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, uh, he starts out and he's like, I don't know how. And she just tells him, you know, treat me like a goddess, da, 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 say my name. And he starts and it, say my name, say my name. <laughs> oh my God. Sorry. Um, and it just clicks and his voice just- changes and he starts getting into worshiping her. Uh, you know, and he, and he starts, he starts, uh, you know. It, it, that is what it felt like. It felt like he was pledging himself to her. And he said, you can have my money, my bo- uh, my body, my life. Um, he offers her everything. And she is on top at that point and leaned back and her thighs. And at first, when I was watching it, I was like, is that just the angle or is she getting bigger? And it was not just the angle. No. that And he was getting smaller because he was getting gobbled up. And her vag eats him. Pretty much, yeah. And then she's satisfied. And she looks younger and fresher and happier. And I think with this, they do... Because before her skin was kind of dull, and here her skin's a little more glowy. And I noticed there weren't as many, like... Her eyes are brighter. Yeah, yeah. She didn't look as She looked a little younger. Yeah. Yeah. It was subtle, but enough that you go, ooh, something happened. Mm Mm-hmm. This was good for her. Yeah. Um, not so much for him. Not so much. I mean, he enjoyed himself. Yeah, he did. But also, he did. So this scene is, for the most part, straight out of the story, straight out of the book. Yep. Um, this this happened in 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 the book, just pretty much almost like this. The only major change they made with the scene is in the book. She's a prostitute. Yeah, and they took that aspect. And they out. took that out, and I'm glad that they did. It makes the scene feel better. Yeah. And he's very much talking about, he's concerned about consent. Yes. Which yes. you see so little of that in media. Yeah, you do. Um, but this was, this was great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's Super what she does. uncomfortable though. So for those of and you. And I think it was meant to be. Yes, it was supposed to. I mean, if you watch the behind the scenes thing, they do talk about the that scene. they wanted to 
celebrate sexuality and to empowerment. scare and empowerment and scare middle-aged white men. Yeah. So I think they check. came out and said that. Yep. I think check. <laughs> Done. It was, he said, it's a horror story for middle-class men. Yeah. And well, yeah, there it is. Um, so for those of you who don't know, Bilquis is the queen of Sheba. Yeah. Which uh, I think is interesting is. because she has been, for the she's most part. She's got several. She's got some iterations, but I mean, she's now very tied to Christian ideology because she's now seen as the wife of Solomon, um, his counterpart, more than just they came together and it was a very sexual thing. Um, so, but I thought it was interesting that she felt like a pagan goddess. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so I, the, the, the choice to make her Bilquis specifically was kind of interesting to me. Um, but the queen of Sheba is also in some iterations is uh half human, half demon, like kind of like a gin. Okay. Okay. In a, in a sense. So there's also that aspect of her. Yeah. And it's it really just depends. I mean, she's in Jewish, Islam, Ethiopian. She's in several different narratives. Yeah, and the flavor of it is different as well. I mean, in some cases, I've read that you know her and Solomon were not married, but they came together. They were like soulmates, mm-hmm. and it became this like magical godlike kind of coupling, mm-hmm. um, unlocking all this knowledge and da 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 da. But you know, also she's kind of vilified as almost a harlot half demon kind of a thing as well so yeah really there's a lot she's in a lot of stories so uh there's a lot of different flavors of her throughout sprinkled throughout a lot of different cultures yes um you also have to remember that with these stories you have to take all of these gods with a grain of salt because he kind in a lot of ways he mushes a lot of stuff together in a way yeah um but he does cover a lot of ground which i thoroughly enjoy culturally speaking culturally speaking yes yeah he, he covers a lot of different religions. Yeah. But she, uh, but Bilquis is considered one of the old gods. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there you go. There you go. And that's all we get of her this episode. That's it. So before we continue, I did want to um, remind our, our current listeners and tell our new ones that we enjoy the feedback. So much. Um, you can email us at randomtpodcasts at gmail.com. Or on Twitter at randomtcasts. Or on Tumblr at randomtpodcast.tumblr.com. And on Facebook at facebook.com slash randomtpodcast. Yeah, she always does the weird voice. Um, and if you don't <laughs> want to remember any of that because you're like me and you're like, bitch, I'm driving, um, you can uh, go to our website, randomtpodcasts.com, scroll to the bottom, and there's links to all our social medias at the bottom. <laughs> and what else can they find on our website, Queenie? All our other damn podcasts. So many podcasts. Yeah. We, so we're pretty... <laughs> we don't like ourselves very much. <laughs> <laughs> we have replaced some of them. They're we, not all concurrent. That's true. Um, but they, we've got all, all our Marvel stuff. Yeah, is, we did. We talked about our MCU movie feed, yep. which uh, every single Marvel Cinematic Universe movie, there is a podcast out there for them we discuss the discuss and compare them to the comic books yep um and just in general because we love them yeah they're awesome so there's all of those but uh there's also our random movie feed yeah which, which is, is whatever's not marvel and tickles our fancy yeah you, you will find the deadpool whatever's not marvel cinematic universe specifically yes because deadpool's on the random movie feed right. um we will soon be recording a podcast for jaws Dun-na. 
And Dun that's, it. that's, that's it. I'm that's, excited. That's the podcast. I'm excited. Uh, but it's, if, if you are a big fan of Marvel, we have both seasons of Agent Carter. Yep. And then, uh, we've got our Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast out there. It's currently in season four. The only one we're missing that we haven't gone back to do is season two. Right. Which our listeners over there have told us that they would rather we uh, go on to Jessica Jones and, the and Daredevils series. and the Netflix series instead of doing season two. So, yeah, that's going to be forthcoming. This um, summer, and we're going to treat them each like a, we're only going to do one cast per season, and we're going to put them in the MCU feed. So, don't get, like, too excited. So, there's those. We're not doing, like, five seasons in one summer, because no. we've tried, actually, we've we did, done almost that. We did, what, three one. Was it two or three we did that summer? It was two Sleepy Hollow and one of Gotham. So that's three. Did three seasons in one summer, and it almost killed us. Yeah. So no, thank so, you. No, thank you. Um, but we did. Oh, speaking of Gotham, we've yep. got. Uh, we're on the third season of Gotham. Mm-hmm. Which the whole reason we even started podcasting is because we could not find a Gotham podcast we liked, so we made one and a bunch more and so much more. <laughs> and then of course there's our random mini series, which yeah, it's got uh, Houdini and Houdini Doyle. And Doyle. And didn't we put it there? We put it there. Technically, then, it's a mini series. And then the night manager. Night manager's on there, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, forthcoming is Firefly at some point, we promise. Yeah. One well, day. At some point. One day. TM soon. Um, and TBD. Then, <laughs> and we also have our random revelries cast, which is kind of a catch all. Yeah. If you nerd just, junk that, you know, whatever. Video games, movies that don't warrant their own cast, TV shows that don't warrant their own cast. Crying about Elliot and Quentin. Pretty much, yeah. 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 So. Uh, or just whatever you guys write to us and ask us about. Yeah. That doesn't fit into any other slot. Um, for some reason, people are still listening to our Sleepy Hollow podcast that we quit doing after season three. About a year ago. But it's out there. So have fun. So, yeah. This is actually what's replacing it. This this American Gods is replacing our Sleepy Hollow because we just couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. Um, and if you enjoy listening to us, uh, we would appreciate it if you could help support us and keep the lights on because we do pay for unlimited hosting so that you can listen to even our in-dated podcasts like Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, we don't cycle anything out. No, it's always out there. It's always available. You can listen to it straight from our website as well as iTunes and Google Play and Stitcher and whatnot. Yeah. Um, which, actually, I need to get American Gods on Stitcher. Yeah. Um, there is a donate link on our homepage where you can just throw some money at us. Yeah, because podcasting ain't for that. free. Yeah, we're kind of pimping that hard because we've got our domain name and, and web hosting is coming up yeah. due soon. So there's that. And, um, you know, also, if you don't want to throw money at us, but you're you're enjoying what you're, uh, what you're putting in your ear holes, go rate, review, whatever you're listening yeah platform oh of please choice. please if you're liking this american gods please go rate and review it yeah yeah especially if you're an itunes listener it helps other people to find us it does it gets us up there on the rankings so people you know go then listen to us and talk to us and make it a better cast stuff like that so, so yeah um what else can they find on our homepage there janya would that be our sponsor <gasps> unofficial natural phantom fragrances that would be the one smell like your favorite characters with aromatherapy benefits you're welcome you're welcome <sighs> i i can't she not. can't not you know that yeah uh they have a speaking of marvel because that's everywhere we turn we end up getting marvel in there yeah they have a scent for the Winter Soldier. They do indeed. Which aromatherapy benefits is for memory. And for my version of Loki. And your version of Loki. That would be Marvel Loki. Yeah. 
which is for uh it's for what uh self-loathing self-loathing <laughs> it's great it's a beautiful scent really it's awesome <laughs> but they also they have not just have marvel they also have dc they've got disney they've star got star wars. wars which is also disney Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Yeah, they've got all the ha- four houses, and mm-hmm. if you want to be sorted, they will send you a random one. Yeah, they will sort you. They will sort you. So that's pretty awesome. And if you you can get all four of them in a bundle at a bundle for a yeah. for lesser price, lesser price. Um, and if you don't want to commit to a scent, they also have samples, which they're in, it's not just sprayed on a card. It's yeah. a nice little bottle, less than a dollar. Yeah. And speaking of a dollar, if you use our code, random tea cast. No. Podcast. Random Tea Podcast. I am really bad at that lately. And it's just been lately. It's Random Tea Podcast, no S. Gets you 10% off $5 or more. And one bottle is, it, at least that's going to be, just that's all you really need. Yeah. One full-size bottle. They also have, they have spray bottles and they have roll-ons. Yep. They have a Psyduck. Yeah, they do. For migraines. For migraines, which we've heard firsthand. That it's, that it works. Actually works. They run specials over the holidays. Absolutely. And, and, and they'll... They usually reevaluate their stock and they'll change stuff out and and they'll work on work on a custom blend for you if you can't they find will. something you like. They're so, yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, they're wonderful. We love them. So check them out. The links on our show notes. It's on our front page. You can't miss it. Yep. All right. You ready to get back? to Let's this get shit? back to Shadow. And uh, it's it's super. It's a super fun romp. It's it's a road trip. Um. And so Shadow goes to this bar and um. He reiterates that like he wants food, but also he wants gas money, and he can't do both. And, uh, the bartender who, this actress has been in everything. Um, there's a lot of those in this because the lady at the airport is a lady who's in stuff. Yeah. Um, and so she's like, it's fine. Um, and, uh, you know, she, she kind of gives it to him for nothing and she talks, talks about her chili and, uh, how good it is. And he's like, my wife's chili is really good. And I was, I was just like, oh, baby. And so he goes to the restroom, and of course Wednesday's there, because <gasps> that just seems like something that would happen. And he starts fucking talking, like the second he appears, his mouth is going like 90 to nothing. And he He's starts, a talker, Mr. Wednesday. He starts talking about marriage, and again, like, he um, he starts talking about this job, and Shadow's like, listen, I don't want your damn job, basically. And um, they, he follows him back to his table, and, um, uh, well, no, this is before he uh because shadow doesn't know the full details of laura's death and so he 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 again insists that he's got a job with his friend robbie and wednesday's like no you don't and he's like uh robbie's condition and uh wednesday tells him that robbie's dead and so we go back to the bar and shadow reads an obituary of um you know his wife and robbie how they died in the same car and wednesday comes over and shadow's like i'm fucking broke i don't have a job i got nothing going for me my wife just died and um so he is going to flip a coin because he doesn't want to work for someone who has worse luck than him right and so he he uh he's gonna flip a coin plus also we get that uh he is good with coin tricks. Yeah, that's something so he's gonna manipulate the outcome he thinks you can almost miss it but shadow's coin tricks that's kind of don't overlook that yeah yeah notice that that is a thing about shadow his yes. car, his his coin tricks and it's it's much more prominent in the books obviously because again pov yeah um yeah. but yeah it's in the in the books it's almost the coin is almost ever present yeah 
And so, um, Sha- and so Wednesday's like, sure, that's fine. Um, and Shadow's like, uh, it's going to be Tails. And he's like, it's always going to be Tails. And because I'm not going to work for you. And um, he and Wednesday's like, no, it's not always going to be Tails. And he walks away and it's fucking heads. And Wednesday's like, I'm going to get you a drink because we're going to talk about your job. And Shadow flips it and he's like, it's it's always Tails. So it's I got I kind of and got it's the, the way he flips it. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a trick. Yeah, of yeah, some he, sort. Yeah, it's it's when he flips the coin in in the book, he explains it. When he tosses it, he doesn't. It doesn't actually flip. It more mm-hmm. wobbles. Mm-hmm. It's it doesn't. And I'm showing you physically, and I can't explain that on a podcast. Instead yeah. of doing going in round and round, it does this. Yeah, and um, I think Wednesday at one point does make mention of, oh, if it's a trick, it's easier to manipulate the outcome of because he's very confident, and it kind of confuses Shadow. But we've already established Mr. Wednesday as a con man. Oh yeah, yeah. So and so, this is when um, uh, you know, Wednesday goes to get them drinks, and uh, a very large, very angry Irish man comes up, um, and starts and you, pulling you, his own coin tricks. Are, are you referring to the best scene in this episode? Oh my God, Matt Sweeney! And I love him, Matt Sweeney. I was like, damn it, damn okay, it! Ima- I have a type. Imagine if you will, Mad Sweeney and Bilquis. Jeez, damn! Like not as a couple, but maybe paired up as partners on something. Not that 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 never actually happens in the book. I'm not foreshadowing anything. This no, is I completely that, out I think of my they'd ass. Be fun together. Like, can you just imagine those two characters? Yeah, it'd be terrible. But it's awesome. nothing to do with the books. Don't even think say that I'm trying to foreshadow anything. I'm completely making this shit up. And the whole time she tried to like get him to have sex with her, and he's like, "No, I know what happens." But also, he kind of wants to. Yeah, but he kind of does. <laughs> like, a lot. So, yeah. I really... Okay, we've already established that Shadow Moon is a very large individual. He is a very large man. And, and, okay, and Sweeney dwarfs him. Yeah. At least height-wise. Very much He's height-wise. He's not as bulky. No. Shadow's very muscular. Yeah, he is. Um, wow, they could not have cast a better person that's and amazing. I realized this was their, he, uh, Pablo was their second choice. Yeah. But, oh my God. So this is Mad Sweeney. And he's, and <laughs> he says he's a leprechaun. He does say he's a leprechaun. Um, and every, okay, so you asked me, how is he a god? Yeah. You're like, well, I said, a, how is he worshiped? How is he worshiped? He, how is he? Yeah, it's, but the worshiping part is not all that. Okay. Um, I'm hoping we get better explanations on that. Cause well, I'm yeah, because not... I'm like sitting here going, hmm, mildly interesting because there's only so much yeah, I want to yeah. give you. Um, God, he's pretty. I know, right? Sorry, I had to, I had to pull him, him up again because so I need to see words. So um, And he just explains himself as, as, I'm a leprechaun. Where are you, from Ireland? Uh, well, we're not from Moscow, Russia. And he's like, aren't you supposed to be short? And he's like, basically calls him racist. Hey, that's racist. <laughs> that's racist. Um, <laughs> Which it's that's straight out of the book, by the, the way. The coin trick was great, though. A large part of this uh, conversation, part of the scene is almost completely straight out of the book. Um, but I want to explain who Matt Sweeney is, because it's like, 
who the fuck is this Irish dude just showing up out of the blue trying to warn Shadow? Because we went back and rewatched it. He is, in fact, trying to warn Shadow who Mr. Wednesday is. Do you know who he is? Who he really is. So, but who is Mad Sweeney? Okay. He is... I'm going to completely butcher this word. Because it's Gaelic. It's Gaelic. Buil Shubin. Maybe spell it. B-U-I-L-E. Okay. Space. S-H-U-I-B-H-N-E. Yeah. It is very much Gaelic. And which basically, for the most part, translates to Mad Sweeney. He was an uh, Irish ruler from about 3,000 years ago. And his it was his madness that gives him power. Okay. He was the garden. He was the guardian of a sacred rock in some Irish meadow, thousands of years ago. That he crazy. He came over to America and has been here for so long that he has lost his accent. And he crazy. That's kind of his who he he's mad. He didn't lose his accent. And he is very much an Irish lore. Go look him up. He's way interesting. Yeah, he's got a he's got a medieval uh, literary history. Yeah. 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 And. So, but this scene is very much straight out of the book. And, and so I love think, him. I think he's interesting because he's not a traditional god that I would consider a traditional, like, oh, that's fucking Odin. Mainstream. Yeah. Well, I mean, but then it becomes the question of what, becomes, his- what becomes a god? Who becomes a god? How do they become a god? Because he was just this guy. Who became a god by dint That's of, you know. Mildly interesting. Yeah. And so I think, th- based on the previews and stuff, like, we're going to see some of these kind of ideas talked about. So I think, because I thought, the more I thought about it, I was like, yeah, but Leprechaun. But he's just That's calling himself, himself a himself Leprechaun. That. He's not. He's actually an Irish. Yeah. King of legend who I became wanna, a god. Yeah. Minor god type person, yeah. Yeah. yeah so. Them Irish people got lots of gods. Well, you know, but also he fucking crazy. Lots of drinking. And I love him. Oh, and also they don't show it, um, they don't do it in the scene, but in the, uh, because Mr. Wednesday brings over drinks. He brings him a, um, mead. Matt Sweeney. He brings him oh. Southern Comfort and Coke. Yeah. And in the book, Shadow says something like, well, shouldn't you be drinking a Guinness? That's just more the stereotype. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I kind of wish they had said that, though. That's great. Um, but I love the coin trick. That was fun because he throws the coin oh, up. Oh, we're doing coin tricks? He throws the coin up and it just... And just hangs in the air. And then it comes down like a minute and a half later when he's on the other side of the, of the table. It was great. That just sets up who Mad Sweeney is right there. It really he's, does. He's insane. Um, but he does. He... Uh, he he says, do you know who Wednesday is, who he really is? And Shadow admits, like, I don't know shit. And so this is when Wednesday comes Which back. Which that's pretty much Shadow the rest of the story. I don't know anything. Yeah. yeah. And so Wednesday comes back and, um, you know, they're going to seal it over drinks. And he brings he brings uh, Shadow three uh, shots of mead. Which okay. you pointed out, mead okay. is not Mm-mm. done in shots. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. This not a liquor. This This was wrong. I will say this is wrong. Yeah. This is not even a... Okay, yes, it's different. In the books, they are glasses of mead. They are cups of mead. Yeah, because mead is honey wine. Mead is honey wine. You don't do shots of it. Yeah. I don't care who you are. You don't do shots of wine. Yeah. I mean... Why would you? Why would it's you? enough. Now, the the concept of drinking the mead... To seal to the seal bargain. To seal the deal. Yeah. But not People the, do that. Yeah. But to do shots? 
I was incredulous. I was just, yeah. My, what are you doing to my cat? Petting her. Oh, well, how dare you touch her? I know, right? I have a very, those of you new to Random Tea Podcast, I have a crotchety old cat named Sugar. (laughs) Who is. Trying to kill me right now. This is what happens when you name cats Sugar. I know. She's grumpy and she likes to talk. That's when we're recording at my home. She's very chatty. And then you'll hear random dogs in my house. You'll know we're at Queenie's house when you hear the dogs drinking water. Yeah. So, there sorry for the interruptions, but we have pets. Yes. Um, so... Uh, there was Mead that I hated. Mead and Wednesday admits, yep, hustler, liar, I need an assistant. And, um... He needs a man Friday. He does. <laughs> uh, oh, God, I didn't. I yeah. didn't even do that on... Yeah. But on... And Friday's Freya's day, so there you go. Um, who also could be translated as Mama Friga, so there you go. Um, and so, uh, he, uh, Shadow tells him, because he says, he asks him what he wants, and Shadow tells him that, uh, and, and doesn't he make, he make, he makes a big deal out of, I don't, like, I'm not gonna ask you this again, or is that later? I don't remember. But all Shadow wants is to go to Laura's funeral. And at first I was like, Jesus, you're well, an idiot. Well, uh, 2,000 a and week. And 2,000 a week. And 2,000 a week. And I was like, okay, um, well, that's better. But the, he also, he's very much that I will beat up people who are trying to hurt you, but I won't do it for fun. Yeah. I won't hurt people for fun, which is a very important point. Because at, at the heart of it all, you know, Shadow's a good man. Or for business. He doesn't do it. He doesn't do it just to do it. Yeah. He will protect um, Wednesday. But that's as far as it goes. I thought it was very interesting that they changed the dollar amount. Yeah. In the books, Shadow starts out at 500 a week for a set period of time. I can't remember if it was six weeks, six months, or X amount of time. And then it would go to $1,000 a week. Okay. Okay. So apparently Shadow got a raise in the in the show. There so you go. good for him. Well, it's, you know, what, 15 years later or something like that? Uh, it was written in 2000 something. Shit. I think it was like 15 years-ish. Um, and so uh, this is when uh, he's very clear, though. He's like, if you piss me off, I'm gone. And Wednesday's like, all right, those sound like good terms. And they seal the deal. Um, Wednesday spits on his hand and it's super gross. And um, he's, he's an like, old god, man. He's like, you're you're my man now. Shadow shakes his hand and um, he throws the coin and he's like, it's going to be heads. And, uh, this is when Matt Sweeney comes back and we have more coin tricks and he starts just pulling coins out of the air and it is beautiful. It was written in 2001. Okay. So there you go. 16 years ago. This is so, so it was written pre, oh, that's why the airport scene was changed. 9-11. It was written pre 9-11. There you go. Okay. So, um, so Matt Sweeney comes back. And he starts pulling coins out of the air. And Shadow can't figure out how he's doing it's it. It's fancy. And it's awesome. And it's pissing him off. That's why I, I wanted to say the coin thing is important. Yeah. Because there's this. It's very much a part of who Shadow is. He learned it. They don't tell you this in the show. But he learns it in jail. And it's one oh, of really? the things that helps him pass the time is learning these coin tricks. And it helps. Okay. To, the coin, when you see him, Philly, it helps to calm and center him. Yeah. Think of it as his fidget, fidget cube. cube. Yeah, yeah. She says that because I have one. Yeah, she does. Um, and that I don't have. So uh, he's like, uh, he's like, I'll, I'll. Sweeney offers to show it to him, 
And, uh, <laughs> for a price. He's like, if you fight me for it. And he's like, I'm not, dude, I'm not fighting you. And Mad Sweeney's like, I'll give you, I mean, this is real gold. I'll give you one of these if you win. I mean, you're not gonna, but here. Again, Mad Sweeney. And Shadow's like, I, dude, I'm not gonna fight you. And Mad Sweeney starts trying to taunt him, starts calling oh. him a coward. And none of it works until he brings up Laura. And he starts saying, like, she's a real piece of, and he just gets a fist to the face. And that is what he wants. A Mad he Sweeney. He gets off on this. You can tell he is loving this shit. And so they fight. Because it's madness. Yes. And they fucking fight. And, and it is a beautiful, well done scene. It should not scene. be attractive, but it is. should not have been that hot. Um, And he keeps telling him, like, now you're fighting for the joy of it. And they just, and they just fight. And so Shadow gets him down on the ground and he thinks it's over. He goes and picks up his coin and Mad Sweeney ain't done. He gets up and he punches him and he's like, we're not done until I say we are. And then fade to black. <laughs> and you're like, oh my God, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so Shadow wakes up in Wednesday's car and Wednesday makes it very clear. Like, I'm only doing this once because you're, because I'm being nice to you. Um, because you look like you needed a rest. Normally you're going to be the driver. And, um, he says that, um, he is, uh, uh, they're, they're going to stop at this gas station and Shadow goes in to try to like clean himself up. And, um, so they, they drive to, uh, you were going to. Shadow has the coin. Yes. It's important to know that, to note that Shadow has the coin. The gold coin from Matt Tell Sweeney. Me, the coins are important. Yeah. The gold coin from Matt Sweeney. Yes. Um, calm down. I'm fine. It's okay. I'm fine. Um, and so they, they get into Eagle Point and they stop at this hotel and th- this is where Wednesday says, I'm only ever going to say this to you once, so enjoy it. Take all the time you need. And before, then he be- leaves. That's before, before yeah, you rejoin before me. Before we, we go, you do what you need to do for Laura. Then you come work for me. And then you come work for me. Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, he's not all bad. I mean, he's not terrible. He's not terrible. I'm like, again, I... I know I'm not supposed to, but I can't help but kind of make comparisons to the Odin I know in the MCU. And I'm like, but the Odin you know in the MCU is not. I'm like, he's this Odin's not as big of a dick. No, he's not. So, yeah, (laughs) it's like, okay. Um, So Shadow. I mean, come on. This guy named his car Betty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So Shadow goes to the funeral and it's very horrible. It's very hard for him. And, uh. Robbie's wife sits next to him and mm-hmm. she's um grieving in her own way. She ha. Oh, uh, and she tells him she's he's he says that, you know, he starts telling her how, you know, Robbie really loved you and she's like, "Oh, you don't know." And she's so like just matter of fact with it. She's like, "Laura died with Robbie's cock in his in her mouth. That's why they crashed." And he's like devastated. You can you can see it. And he's just in a daze. You see him at the at the graveside, lowering. Like, do they really give the family the 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 garage I, door opener? To I hell? have not been to enough funerals <laughs> to know to know that. Like, zzz, and he you know lowers her in, and he stays there. I tend to avoid funerals as much as I can. So yeah, I'm well, they're terrible. Way. They are terrible. Um, and so he stays there, and it's you know it, it gets dark, and he finally starts talking to Laura, and he's like. I, I need to know, was this something that happened a lot? Was just this, this one time? Were you going to leave me? What, like, what was going on? And, um, 
we find out that he read all these books and he was really excited to to tell her he read like what three books a week he read a lot he wanted to yeah he wanted to come out better than when he when he went in yeah and he throws the coin um onto the the dirt mounded over her grave and this is when robbie's wife audrey comes back (laughs) you said mound i did say mound um so this is when robbie's wife audrey comes back and dear god she's She's had a lot of Ativan. She, okay, and I, when we watched this, and she said she'd been on, she'd taken a bunch of Ativan, and I realized what she, that that's what, she, this is what a person on Ativan acts like. Yeah. This is what it's like. I have been on Ativan. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just sh- stream of consciousness hate. Pretty much. Yeah. There's, filter, gone. Yeah. No filter. And she's so bitter and angry. And I, yeah, hell, she has every she has fucking every right, fucking to, right be. to be. Um, the only the only problem I had with the way Audrey was is that she involved Shadow. And he didn't choose she tried, to. Yeah, she, she pretty much. Okay, let's call it like it is. She tried to rape him. She did, but I mean even emotionally. Yeah. She involved him in her bullshit. Yeah. In her trying to cope, and that was how she was coping, and he didn't, he, he wasn't allowed to just grieve the way he wanted, and she, and again, then she just forces, tries to force herself on him. Yeah, she. And, cause she's, she says that, you know, this is the best way, I'm gonna fuck you on, on, on their grave, um, and he's just like, I don't, I don't want any of this, and, um, she's like, uh, she starts crying, and it's just really, it's terrible i mean it feels it feels awful okay will it make you feel any better that this scene did not happen in the book no because i had to see it okay but it totally did not happen in the book i mean i it was but that's the thing it was meant to feel awful mm-hmm. it it which did what, I, it, what it intended which i don't completely understand because in the book all she did was spit on laura's face oh that and, was it in the funeral in the funeral because it was she made a big deal about it being an open casket yeah but um, in the at the she at the funeral parlor, she spits on Laura's face, and he confronts her out front, and that's when he finds out that she tells him. And then later, he's he does stand at Laura's grave, and he does say these things, and he does drop the coin on it. But it's when he's walking back to the motel, uh, Audrey pulls up beside him in the car okay. and tries to talk to him, and he don't want to talk to her. Yeah, and then she drives off, and that's it. Yeah. So I don't know why we had to go here. It was... I don't understand how the motivation of this... Why show it? Yeah. Yeah, why present Audrey as this person like this? So we'll have to see if there's payoff for it later. I hope so. Um, so it ends... I didn't like it. It ends with um, her kind of breaking down and he does hug her. Because, um, again, you, you get the really strong impression that he may be kind of a con or, an, or like, I mean, con man uh, or an ex-con... Like he he's done some some shit, but he's at his core a good man. Um, and so, but as he's hugging her, we see very prominently the coin start sinking into the dirt. <gasps> and I was like, "Oh shit, about to go down!" It went down. You saw it go down. The coin went I down. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, 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 uh. And so, um, shadows later. Shadows walking back toward the uh, presumably the hotel, and. Uh, this is when he sees something in this field and it's glowing. And I was like, oh, of course. Of course, just. It's go the to Tesseract, the, isn't go it? Go to the thing and fucking poke it with a stick. And he did poke it with he a stick. Oh my God. And it, and it turns into this little, little robot. And he 
kind of gets attacked by it, but he finds himself facing Technical Boy in this weird limo kind of thing. So, and Technical Boy is a dick. I would like to point out that we did that little quiz thing that was going around the interwebs. Uh, who do you worship? You got Mad Sweeney. Yep, which is appropriate. I got Technical Boy. Which is also appropriate. Which is also appropriate. Yeah. So, there you go. But Technical Boy a dick. And he's very... He's worse in the book. He's very um, fast. He's like, don't fuck with me. And so Shadow's like, okay, fine. And this is when, like, he's got really weird faceless minions. And um, they start hitting him. And he's like, if, if you fuck with me, uh, they'll kill you. And he starts talking about, like, I know you're working for Wednesday. And it's really weird because he gets high off of synthetic toad. And the toad's, like, in his bong. It's really weird. It's trippy. Like, in the book, I don't know that they explain what it is that he smoked. But, yeah, he is smoking something. Yeah. Um, And I never really understood what, understood what that was supposed to signify. Because technical, because technical Boy is pretty much the internet. Yeah, but he... That's who he rep. That's what he represents. He keeps blowing it at Shadow. The smoke. And you can tell Shadow's starting to be affected by it. Mm-hmm. Little by little as, as the yeah, scene yeah, goes yeah. on. And he's like, listen, I just started working for this guy. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm an assistant. He doesn't tell me anything. And um, he's like, uh, you know, technical boy uh, tells him, you know, the Wednesday's history and we're the future and da, 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 and all this stuff. And um, again, Shadow's like, I don't know shit. And he and technical boy starts talking about Laura. And Shadow's like, listen, I don't know anything. And even if I did know. I wouldn't tell you anything. And so he gets, he tells his minions to, to go, just kill Shadow. Like, no big deal. And, um, suddenly he's in this field. And, um, he, cause Technical Boy threatens to, to delete him. So it, like, takes him out of the, like, I kept thinking of it as a limo. And he. It was. It, they don't really describe it in the show, but it is, it's a limo. Yeah. And it's really trippy. And so they're in this field and they start, like, beating the shit out of Shadow and oh my god this was terrible yeah and then we get the lynching it's that's what it was it was a lynching lynching. and um you see like it is he is actually like off off of the ground strung up ready to die and then we get this big spray of blood and you can't really see what causes it and and it's uh technical boys minions just kind of like explode and the rope breaks shadow falls and um we see something kill the last uh minion and shadow like looks around and it's blood and guts and just ephemera and that's the end of our episode Wow, that last scene, both of us were just like, I I don't know. It wasn't the blood. It wasn't the fighting. It was the lynching. It was the imagery of it, the lynching. I was like, that was unnecessary. We we are both both raised uh, in the South, and that's a reality. Yeah, that's 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 not that history is not that long ago. No, so that really kind of struck at us. It struck a nerve with us. And I, God, I, like I'm not. We're not people of color, and even I, I know my reaction is 
very different from somebody, especially a person of color from the South mm-hmm. who's steeped in that. And I like it felt unnecessary to me. It felt way too too much. I felt like they could have done the same peril in a different way. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. did not need to be a noose because Which, he is a black man. I don't. Mildly interesting. It feels to me like kind of when it's violence against women to further the plot for no other reason than mm-hmm. like. I <sighs> I agree with you in the terms of the show. I can't say anything else. Okay. Okay. So for me, they're going to have It was horrifying. It was terrible. They're going to have to, they're already kind of in, in the hole with me a little bit because of that. I didn't need to see that. Nobody needed to see that. We don't need to rehash that. We don't, because let's, let's be real. That has been used as an attack against people of color for years. Mm -hmm. And you can't pull the whole, it's just history. Um, I do, it felt like a I know, jerk. I know. I do feel like I need to point out that in the books, Shadow's race is never mentioned or alluded to or anything. Yeah. So. Well, except for that one guard you said. We we talked about that on the preview cast. Yeah, they, yeah, because the, that guard does ask uh, about his, his racial history. Um, and he uses the full slur. He does. And. Um, so, but it's still not, you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but with that line in the, in the book, you have to assume he's not. Yeah. African American or a man of color. Yeah. But the fact that this actor is changes the whole feel. And it felt even squickier because his wife was, is whatever white. Yeah. That's, um. Um, what's her name? Emily Browning. Emily Browning, who I She's adore. The whitest white person to ever. I white know. White. She was so good in Sucker Punch, though. Yeah. Even love though Sucker Punch was. I love that movie. Don't don't you even? Were... I love that movie. I like the idea of that movie. I love. Yeah. Love that movie. Yeah. Like. Like whoa. Like whoa. So. So let's not even go there. Um. <laughs> so I. So do you want to see more? Well, yeah, I do. Mostly because I want to know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> what the fuck just happened? Um, also, I get the feeling that either Emily's not dead or she's not what she appears. Uh, and I know you can't comment on that, but you don't get Emily Browning for one episode. No, you do not. Um, and literally, she was, we visually, we saw her in one scene, and that was the bed thing. And then she was a corpse at the funeral, and that's mm-hmm. it. You don't, no. You don't hire somebody like that. So she's gonna be around and i have a feeling either again either she ain't dead we're gonna get her in flashbacks or she's something else okay i don't know if she's one of the gods like i don't know i can neither confirm nor deny i understand that okay so yeah you won't have to wait long okay i can tell you that okay i would hope not i feel really bad though because if she's alive like Oh my god, poor Shadow. He's had a shit enough time of it He's as had it a is. shit day. Oh, he's had a shit couple of days. He's had a shit couple of years. Yeah, that's true. He's been in prison for a while, yeah. so. So, I feel I feel bad, but also kind of wondering why he's so important. Because he's getting these premonitions. Yeah. Wednesday is very yeah. specific that he wants Shadow to work for him. 
So I'm like, what are you, the chosen one? What are you, like, Harry Potter of this well, world? Well, yeah, of course he is. So, like... I mean... Yeah, he, yeah, he has to be. He's and, the protag. So what I mean, makes him special? I know you can't Things, answer that. So that's, that's... Stuff. That's my big question. Why shadow? Look, shiny. Yeah. Look. Oh, look over There's there. There's absolutely nothing shiny over there. That that no. did not work very well. No. I'll have... I'll, I'll bring you glitter. Thank you. Um, I'm very interested to see where it goes because I know where it goes. And I want to see how well, we get there. You know where it goes in the books. I can't see that they're going to deviate from the overall story arc that Probably much, though. Probably not, but you never know. What's going to kill me is we've got three years of me not being able me not being able to tell you things. Yeah, yeah, because they've committed to a three season. They they they're saying like well, they're going to be a three season thing. I think well they I think they've said they're they're shooting for like this is the first third of the book. Yeah. So we'll see where we go, where we end up at yeah. at the end of the season. So, um, yeah. But I'm just, I'm loving it because I, I love the story. Yeah. Um, alternate godlike histories, I adore. Um, I mean, I've studied myth- different mythologies. I mean, we, we did a lot of the research for it in Sleepy Hollow because I was doing the research looking into it anyway. Yeah, I'm that I'm that kid that had like the big book of mythology. Oh. Like the the really thick. Was it blue? Uh I don't know. It was well, the cover might have been like I, the, I know the dust jacket was like that dark dark blue color. I think so, yeah. I think my mom has that book. Yeah, it's yeah, really big. I grew big. up with that book. Yeah. yeah. I grew up with that book. But I've been yeah, I've been so studying I've always reading. been fascinated with mythology. Yeah, I've been reading studying different mythologies since I knew how to read and my parents were like, "Here's the encyclopedia. Have at it." It always personally offended me that the Romans were just like, "Hey, we're going to take your stuff from the Greeks and we're just going to rename them." I'm like, "You're dicks." I was a classicist. Of course uh, the Romans were dicks. Have you met the Romans? I was a classicist. I was like, uh, no, I know the Greek name for that. Thank you. Yeah. Well, don't get me started on pagan holidays. So no. I'm sure that'll work its way in here somehow. So, yeah. Um. So I, I, I am waiting for it to okay. almost feel like it starts okay. because I just feel like, yeah, we're getting there. Yeah. I, I think from here on now that he's he's been hired by wednesday yeah i think the story's ready to move forward yeah i'll be interested to see what it means to once be we wednesday's leave man. when we leave eagle point it's when it's going to start getting yeah like a story actually will start because wednesday made a very clear point of again sealing their deal and also you're my man now and he told him take whatever time you want because once they leave right so they're on wednesday's time something tells me that it's not just the job that was presented to him. Yeah, sure it is. So, yeah. Of course it is. Yeah. So, yeah. I think it was well acted. I didn't think anybody... I thought it was great. I thought I visually it was... I don't the, think anybody felt out of place. I will be very interested to see Crispin Glover because he's Mr. World. Oh, okay. He's such a weird dude. Mr. World's a weird dude. So... Yeah. Mr. World's a weird dude. Yeah. He's weird. Yeah. Um, and I'm really looking forward to Kristen Chenoweth. And, uh, I want Chernabog. Uh, yeah. I love that actor. Um, and I love the character of Chernabog. Leachman. And then we've got Gillian Anderson coming. So, like, Media. There's, there's some stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's going to start. Like, the, intro- the introductions have been made. So, and we very clearly see Technical Boy gave us that there is a very clear 
um, the old and animosity the new. versus old versus new. Thank the old gods and the new. There you go. There they are. They're right there. Oh God, it's Game of Thrones all fucking over. Yeah, again. a little bit. Children of the Forest, and then the Seven Jesus. Yeah. Well, yeah, he'll pop up soon too, in many flavors. <laughs> From what we understand, which is weird. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand that. Ah. Uh. So. And I think Technical Boy, again, begs the question, was, uh, okay, for me, I understand the concept of, yeah, technology, the internet, I could see that being a god, because God knows we do really kind of worship, I mean, us with our, like, <laughs> We both precious, have our laptops and our devices. phones, and I have, like, four remote controls so, surrounding me. Matt Sweeney, knowing that he was a, a dude who became a god... Was Technical Boy a kid? Was he a dude that became a god? Was he? Well, that's what the legend is. That he was a mad king, and then his power came from his madness, and he became like a okay. minor a minor god. 3,000 years ago. Okay. So my okay. question is, was Technical God like a dude? Or is he like literally a creation of people's faith in technology manifest? Like, uh, that's the kind of woogly stuff I don't get. Because Bilquist, Sheba. She was, for lack of a better word, a person. Odin, dude, was deity. O was Odin a was Odin a person who became a god though? I don't think so. Or he just came into being. I think he came into being because he was born up there on Mount Olympus and all that shit. Well, he not, was not someone who not Mount Olympus, but you know what I'm. Yeah. Oh, sorry. That's Greek. That's different pantheon. Damn Romans! I know, fucking Romans. Um. Yeah, but anyway, he was yeah. he was a god. He wasn't a person who became a god. Yeah. Um so, I mean, technical boy could technically Yeah, I wanted to say that. Yeah. Just have come into being. Yeah. If you think about I, I, I and I want to use the parallel of the uh, Tron. Yeah. Was you know, there were being what was the big head dude in that oh, movie? Geez, oh, I don't know. his name? I block a the lot of Tron out. Guy. Yeah. Um you could equate i mean he was a god in his own right yeah but, so technical like boy also, could have just come into look, being if you look at zeus he was born of a titan who was an even older god who kind of just sprang into being so i mean i i just i'm very interested in the mechanics how, yeah of that. yeah but how I mean, does one become a god well i mean you've described two different ways that are canon in this show yeah so yeah there's no right or wrong answer. Yeah. But you're what you're saying is you're curious how Technical Boy specifically Well, and the new ones the new ones in general because the okay. ones like okay. media. Okay. Um I don't know Isn't there Mr. World? I, Mr. World like Mr. World I think is the other one. I don't know. No, well, yeah. I think Easter is, isn't she? I think she I don't know. I think Easter cuz it's not Easter it's like the commercial holiday because I saw a little preview with her and she was telling people about the honey ham. Mildly interesting. She was precious. And it's Kristen Chenoweth and she's adorable. Mildly interesting. So, I don't know. I just, I'm very interested to see, because I think, I think if you do think about the internet as a person, it is a lot of cute things like cat videos, but it's also like people being terrible because you take anonymity, mm -hmm. you take like people's worst selves and you turn that into one dude with all this power? Yeah, of course he's going to be an asshole. 
That's like Reddit. All, true. All the, oh, God. All the bad bits of Reddit. Because, again, like, not yeah. to characterize an entire website as being bad, but there are some really toxic elements, just like there are toxic elements in Tumblr. And, and Facebook. And, and Facebook Twitter, and any and, of these. And I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. That's the id of the internet made, made you know, made manifest personified. itself. Yeah. yeah. And, of course, he's a complete douche nozzle. Of course he is. With, like, ADD, and he's, you know, also, like, really rude and violent. So, yeah. Okay. I thought that I thought that fit, and he's terrible, and I hate him. So, okay, yeah. you're allowed. I am. I do, and I love him. Mad Sweeney, and he's amazing. Okay. Even though he's really maladjusted, so bad. I mean, he's crazy. So bad. Well, what do you think of Shadow? Um, I like Shadow. I feel empathy for Shadow. Um, I also I need a little bit more of his motivation in in. I need it a little bit clearer for me because a lot of it, what I'm getting is body language and acting which is great but i also need some of it made okay to me well but does it make sense that his world is not clear to him at this point yeah it does it's very very confusing he's just walked out of jail his wife is dead mr wednesday wants to offer him a job and knows everything about him but i want him to be developed too as a character oh well i certainly would hope so i don't just want it to be all this weird shit happens around him and he's just this guy yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. I think I you hope will not. see. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure you're. If not, then it's a dumb show. Exactly, because exactly. he's your protagonist. So, and I think they've got a really good actor with him. Um, I think he's doing a really good job so far. Because again, he made me feel. Um, he made me feel things. Um, and so right away, I think he's doing a good job. I just want more of what's going on in Shadow's head. Okay. So yeah, I, I get that. And I don't want to know Wednesday's game because he got a plan and he cooking something. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, I want all of those things as well. We have feedback, correct? We have feedback. So excited. Um, we have a longtime listener, first time writer. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so cool. Uh, they say uh, hi to us, to both of us. Hi. Says, I've been listening to your Gotham Random Movies and MCU podcasts, which I love, by the way. Yay! For a long time now, but never found the time to write in. But since you're about to start your American Gods podcast, I really wanted to drop you a few lines. American Gods is one of my all-time favorite novels, and I already know that my expectations for the show are way too high. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you walk in like, you're gonna, you're gonna disappoint me somehow. Yay! Uh, they say, I've just finished the first episode and it was underwhelmingly over the top okay <laughs> that's an interesting way to put it but you're absolutely right uh even bilquist goddess of surrealist horror felt realistic in comparison to those flying body parts in the coming to america section yeah yeah i i see that i i i feel better about it now that i i kind of had the realization that we're we're getting the story as mr ibis is recording it and it's that it's just that it's a story. And so I was okay with some of the more fantastical bits because mm-hmm, I was like, mm-hmm. this is like a comic book rendering. Well, the of, entire episode know. was very visual. If you go think about the bar scene, the contrasts on the set, yeah. um, the shadow lighting and everything. I think they even did uh, post-production adjusting. Oh, I bet and they some did. of that shit. I bet they did. But, so, yeah, it was very, I think it was meant to be a little surreal. Yeah. Because it was. Yeah. Because it, it was. Surreal. Yeah. Um, but 
again, think about how Shadow feels coming out of prison. It, your world would feel very surreal. Yeah. Kind of like on a day where you're trying to get around after only having four hours of sleep. Everything feels very surreal. That's that's an apt comparison. <laughs> I feel that way a lot. Yeah. So. Uh, so, yeah. Um, they say the whole episode felt a little rushed. Since they will stretch the novel out for two seasons, I really thought they were going for three seasons. We heard that somewhere. Well, I know that the first season is supposed to be the first third of the book. Okay. Beyond that, I don't really know. I'd have to check some, do some fact checking on that. It says, I really hope the first episode would be set mostly in prison. Admittedly, I was hoping for a lot of low-key, low-key references, but I stand by my point. And he's only credited for this episode, whereas a lot of the other ones are credited for more. But yeah, again, like Bill Puss is credited for eight, which is yeah. weird to me. But again, IMDb is known to lie. Yeah, so who knows? It's true. Uh, they say, I did enjoy introduction to Mr. Wednesday. He's slimy and sly and just all around entertaining. Poor Shadow. He'll have so much shit to do with. Yeah. <laughs> That's so true. Uh, Mad Sweeney was amazing as well. The actor is a perfect fit. Also, I forgot how much I loved Audrey. I really can't complain about any of the cast so far. No, the actress that played Audrey was great. Oh, my God. She was super... Like, again, that scene was not... Like, they hit the nail on the head. They wanted us to feel uncomfortable and... And they did it... I did. I felt uncomfortable. To feel the way he was dealing yeah. with it versus the way she was dealing with it. Yeah. And yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, yeah, there was a lot of these scenes that made you feel a certain way, but I think that's what they wanted. Yeah. This is I, a big... I, I, I do too. This is a big show. Yeah. With big feels. Yeah. Not just, oh, yeah. Uh, they go on to say, maybe I missed it, but I didn't hear anyone ever call Loki by his name during the episode. He did not. They did not. They probably knew that the pun would hardly fool anyone if spoken out loud. Yeah. Side note, I actually know someone who got fooled and didn't notice that Loki is in the book until almost the end, even though he knows his Norse mythology. I'm still teasing him about it. As well, you, you should. You got me with Lysmith. I did. I was like, his name is Low-Key Lysmith. And you sat there and you went, oh, Because I got Loki, like, right away. Mm-hmm. But I didn't get the last name. And then I was like, god damn it. You have to say it. Mm-hmm. Not just read the word. Yeah. That's why reading and speaking languages is so different. Yeah, it is. Um, mm -hmm, Where did I go? Uh, Anyway, they say, but Loki is hardly an episode to begin with. A shame since the actor playing him is only credited for one episode this season. Yeah. Uh, We shall see if that stays the case. (laughs) They did manage to capture the contrast between the Grundry desperate old gods and the new gods. Just look at how different technical boy is lit and made up in comparison to any of the old ones yeah i'm really curious how they'll portray the other new gods and can't wait for mr world to make an appearance for mildly interesting reasons oh my gosh in general there's more than just one of you (laughs) one of us one of us damn it (laughs) they say in general i'm looking forward to the next episode i readjusted my expectations so we'll try to have as much fun as possible along the ride before I finish up, I've uh, got a note on your preview episode. One really shouldn't try to compare MCU Loki to mythological Loki or American Gods Loki. I say this as someone who th- loves themselves some Hiddleston as much as the next fan person. They have next to nothing in common anyway, but 
you'll enjoy the bits and pieces of North mythology in the book slash show way more if you treat those two universes as completely separate. Oh, because I'm having they to. Are. I'm having to because I had a very visceral reaction and not in a good way to this Loki. Um, they say misconceptions about Norse mythology are one of my pet peeves. I understand where you're coming from. However, when it comes to me, I have to. It's it's a contrast and comparison. It's not. Yeah. I yes, I agree that they are completely different characters, and I oh, can yeah. I can understand and accept that. I can't not. But look at them. When it comes to me doing research on MCU Loki and Thor and all of that, I can't help but yeah. This is who I am as a person. It's, it's almost like um. Uh, I I'm not going to spoil anything, but the magicians. I there was a trickster god character. I'm not going to tell you okay. any, yeah, any, yeah, yeah. any more than uh-huh, that. Uh-huh. But even in the back of my head, knowing that this was not Loki, mm-hmm. it was just a trickster god. Mm-hmm. I drew comparisons, which, which even though they're seen, wildly different characters. Well, we've seen tri- the trickster mythology in, in in other shows. Oh yeah, supernatural. Well, almost, I mean, almost every mythology has that's one. true a trickster type character. And yeah, I get that. Um. But this, it's just who I am. And I don't do it out of any kind of spite or looking for, oh, this is wrong or that is wrong. Yeah. I like to compare and contrast as to how it's different. I just personally have a Loki problem, even though, again... You have a Hiddleston problem. I do, but... because I, this one was skeezy and gross, and his teeth freaked me out, and his, like, trashy facial hair, and I was just like, nope. And I told you I knew him. I knew a guy just like that. Yeah. Yeah. Last I heard, he was in jail, too. Hmm. Shocker. I know, right? <laughs> but I don't... Yeah. That was a long time ago. He did, though. He felt like him, one so. of those... Because I think a lot of people at least know peripherally somebody like that. Uh, yeah. 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 So it felt real <laughs> in that regard. Um, anyway, it says, um, looking forward to your opinions about the episode, and I hope you have a great week. Uh, signed off as Luca. And I don't know if I'm pronouncing your name correctly or not, but that's how we say those words around here. Uh, P.S. Please ignore the errors I made while writing. I'm German. Okay, German people. Bless your heart. Okay, we have a Franzi who is who is of the of the Germanic origin. Who again apologized to us about her uh, spelling or like words or whatnot. And I'm like, you speak English better than I do. So all you bilingual or trilingual or multilingual people, like my hats off to you because for a second language, y'all to begin are awesome. With, and I didn't, I think there was one word that was out of place. And shit, I do typos all the time that I, and I'm and a native speaker, don't, so don't, don't ever let that stop you. No, if, if don't you're, apologize. If you're, um, English is not your native language. Don't ever let that stop you from sending feedback um, because y'all all are awesome. Because God knows we, we know a lot of people on Tumblr that English is not their first language. And a lot of people I found out later and I was like, shit, what? Really? You speak Yeah, wait, because you they, speak Portuguese? What? Like they have those days on Tumblr where it's like use your uh, your your original language and they're like, "Oh, I language. speak such as and, and you like, just see all these posts go by in all these different languages you like you go. Yeah, cuz I'm go. just like over here like, Nyeh. so don't yeah, again. Good on you. Don't you, you guys don't are apologize. Number 1, you guys are awesome. Number 2, don't ever let that stop anybody from sending feedback in. No, no. And I I think I can only recall one error in the entire thing, and I'm I correct on the fly anyway. Yeah. So and how sometimes you say it wrong. <laughs> so, 
So it's totally Sometimes cool. I can't pronounce my own name. It's fine. It's totes cool. Speaking of, our other feedback is from <gasps> Franzi. Franzi! Man, German's doing it this week. Uh, that's awesome. Y'all represent. Mm-hmm. And we haven't heard from Franzi in a really long time. She's and been real busy. We missed you. Yeah, we did. So much. But, hey, you know, you, you do you. It's that's fine. right. Uh, she says, hey, guys, I hope you're all doing fine. I'm still alive. <laughs> I'm very glad about that. Super confused by the pilot. Okay. <laughs> also had a beer, which probably doesn't help. <laughs> One of us. Uh, but definitely intrigued and eager to watch the next episode. Uh, she admits, I haven't read the book, which is probably why I'm experiencing confusion and a lot of what the fuck did I just watch? Okay. Okay. Uh, but before I talk about the episode, my theories, let me say that I'm a huge Brian Fuller fan. Brian Fuller and Joss Whedon. Those are my two guys. Okay. I've watched Dead Like Me, Pushing Daisies, Hannibal, and my all-time favorite Brian Fuller series, Wonderfalls. Seriously, you got to watch it. It's so good and funny. But whereas Pushing Davies, Daisies and Wonderfalls are more on the lighter side, Hannibal is really dark, obviously, and I see a lot of similarities when it comes to the visual of these two shows. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to stop right there. Um, I would love to see Hannibal. I would love to watch Pushing Daisies. I would love to watch this Wonderfall series. We watch so much TV. Yeah. Between podcasting and then I've got the shows I just want to see. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping over the summer. I've seen, like, I watched I to some, watch. some of Pushing Daisies when it was on. Which one's Pushing Daisies? Um, it's with, oh God, it's with sweet little baby, um, uh, oh shit, not Richard Armitage. Shit. The guy that plays Ronan, the accuser. Um, God damn it. And Christian Chenoweth. And what it is, is he has this power. Lou? Uh, I don't know. Hold on. Um, he has this power of if he touches somebody. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. Is that he, the Baker Pie yes. dude? Yeah, 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 yeah. Lee Pace. Lee Pace. Lee Pace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so if he touches somebody okay, yeah, it is that's the one, dead, yeah. they come okay. back to okay. life. And then if he touches them again, they die then again. Then they die again. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's the one I think it is. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I was, I was right. Uh, and I would love to see Hannibal. Yeah. It's, it's on my list. But the Pushing Daisies thing is interesting to me because, it, Don't they like solve crimes and shit? Yeah, they're yeah, and, and it's so in a lot of ways it's very morbid, but it's this beautifully colorful kind of. It felt like its own world kind of thing. So mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think Fuller has a very specific vision when it's something that he's doing. <laughs> so I I think that's only going to help us. So yeah, but yeah, God, I would love to watch so many things. Well, and we have so many friends who have seen Hannibal and talk about Hannibal. Yep. And I know a lot about it. And uh, sadly, I know how it ends because, well, Tumblr is a thing. Yeah. I know um, a lot of stuff about a lot and of stuff I because of Tumblr. Don't know how to, I mean, I know how to avoid spoilers and yet. Well, if I don't watch something, like, I don't care enough to avoid spoilers because yeah. I'm like, what ofs? All right. Anyway, um,. She says, the opening scene with the God of War was very gory, very visual. All of the blood reminded me a lot of the opening credits of Hannibal. Speaking of opening credits, I really like the ones for American Gods. Mm. Franzi, you're a youngin'. I don't know that you live through the terrible things that are the 80s. Probably not. That's why we hate it so much. The 80s were terrible. I mean, for the most, like, visually, there was a lot of bad things that happened in the 80s. So much bad things. Uh, says, I wasn't the biggest fan of the CGI effect for the trees, but this was definitely another thing that looks similar to a few things that happened on Hannibal. I think it was supposed to be more surreal because it was a vision. Yeah. Uh, she says, the skulls, the buffalo, or whatever it is with the flames coming out of its eyes, everything looked very familiar. 
but not just the visuals seemed quite familiar. The score as well reminded me of Hannibal. I actually looked it up on IMDb, and it's the same guy that was in charge of the sound department of Hannibal. I'm oh, telling okay, you, cool. there's a lot of, I know this person, I know that person well, and going we see on that here. With, we see that with Joss Whedon as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and w- hell, we see that with uh, Tarantino and Scorsese, and people get people that they work well with around them, and they use them repeatedly. So there you go. Uh, she says, so that aside, let's talk a little bit about Shadow Moon and Ricky Whittle, who plays him. I got halfway through your first podcast for American Gods. I didn't finish it. Sorry. It's fine. You'll Gosh. just finish it later. Gosh, Franzi. Says, my social life has been crazy lately. I'm rambling as I always do. Focus, Franzi. It's fine. So it was quite amusing to me that you had a lot of thoughts about many of the actors, but not about Ricky. It's because we don't know him. I only know him from Austin Land, and he had a small part in that, which I'm going to make you watch that okay uh she says as someone who watched the 100 still hate uh and is still hate watching it i was familiar with him he played a great character on that show but according to him a lot of shit was going on behind the scenes which led to him leaving the show Wait, I was, which show was that the 100? 100 oh that's the weird dystopian thing okay yeah mm-hmm. I was really happy for him when found out he'd be the lead of American Gods. I'm not quite sure what to make of his character yet, though. I don't understand the dream sequences, but I can't wait to see more of them and trying to figure out what they mean. Yeah. 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 There's going to be a lot of that. Uh, also, really confused, disturbed, not quite sure which word to use that describes my feelings towards <laughs> that sex scene. It was... That was something? Yeah. It was... You're like, well, that that happened. So the gods and I'm get, uncomfortable. So the god you're supposed to be. Yeah. So the gods get their powers or whatever when people worship them, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you think about it, any god gets their powers from faith. Yeah. And faith come, you know, is worshiping and blah blah blah. So the answer to your question is yes. Bilquis or whatever her name is is the kind of equivalent to Venus slash Aphrodite or something else. See Queen of Sheba. Yeah. Look up, Franzi, if you want to know more about Bilquis, look up Queen, the Queen of Sheba. And and specifically, I would say Sheba in relation is, to her relations with Solomon. Yeah, and she's not really so much a Venus slash Aphrodite. I understand the confusion. Yeah. But look, she's just not, look into that. Yeah, she's not fertility. She's not marriage. She's not love. It's a very visceral... Yeah. Um, yeah. She says, I basically only know Greek and Roman mythology, so she might be someone else. She is. Uh, but those two are the ones that I'm aware of. So she's riding that middle-aged dude, which leads him to kind of worshiping her, and then she absorbs him through her vagina? Yeah. Yes, that's exactly what happens. Gosh, Franzi, why were you... Why is why this a question? Feel, why did you feel weird why about that? Why are you that? confused? Does that... Does, <laughs> wait, wait. Is that not how everybody has sex? Oh, shit. I just gave something away, didn't <laughs> You've I? You've been doing it wrong. <laughs> I don't think I know how to sex. <laughs> Uh, so Franzi <laughs> continues with that's some fucked up shit. It really is. And I can't wait to see more of her character and try to make sense of it. Yeah. Also super intrigued by that guy that showed up at the end. I don't know what his deal is yet. That's actually how I feel about all of it. I need the next episode. I hope I'll be less confused. <laughs> I do. Good luck. I know because I have like 400 guy, questions. That, that guy that showed up. What guy showed up at the end? Uh, whoever saved Shadow maybe? Oh, 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 okay. Oh, or Technical Boy. Oh, yeah. She may be talking about Technical Boy in He's general. An asshole. So. Yes, he is. His hair is so weird. And I think we had some thoughts from Michael. Okay, cool, cool. On the Twitters. <laughs> I just have to go log in real quick. Actually, don't have a password on that. Let me go to my phone. Yeah. 
Speaking of technical boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have so many social medias. Yeah. Oh, it's bad God. when I have three Twitter accounts. Yeah. Oh, we have nine notifications. The fuck? I don't I don't step on them anymore because I'm afraid I'll eat them and then I'll have to sad text you and be like, <laughs> I, I accidentally that. opened that is thing. so. I really wish Twitter wouldn't do that. Yeah. Okay, Michael says, and hi, Michael. I'm so glad you're here. Uh, he says, after the audiobook, I'm, I miss the voice of Shadow Moon. The actor looks the part, but the voice actor sounded it. And once I, Michael said that, I was like, yeah, he doesn't sound right. Ricky Whittle has a great American accent. In what way? It's just a different voice. Deeper, not as deep, southern. I'll play his. I'll play. I'll play a bit of it for you, so you can hear his voice. Okay. Cool. Uh, Michael says, "With only eight episodes, I thought they'd get a bit farther into the story. You never know what they're going to cut." Yeah. Uh, and he says the opening sequence reminding me so much a certain Monty Python opening. I wanted to see this when they pulled the boat ashore and it's a picture of John Cleese sitting at a desk on a beach. <laughs> Michael, you are the best. That's awesome. I mean, can you see the picture? Oh yeah. Yeah. John Cleese. My God, that's, he's aged. So yeah. So that's Michael. And that's all the feedback we have. This week. This week. Maybe next week there'll be more. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. So any closing thoughts? Because um, I know we're running way long. Well, I figured it was going to be. Um, we had a lot to dissect. I, I, again, I, I kind of hope I get explanation-y stuff. Because there's, you're only going to get me so far with vague things that might be other things and then vision-y stuff before I'm like, all right, what the fuck's going on? I totally get that. So, yeah. And I, I think a lot of people were put from a lot of the reviews I read of people that did not enjoy it. They were like, I didn't know what was going on. Da da da, And they were like completely not willing to give it any longer. Mm-hmm. And that's fine because I've done that with stuff before, too, where I'm just like, you know what? I'm not going to watch this. And I think everybody has that right. So I think everybody what? has that different threshold. of okay, Yeah. yeah. For example, Breaking Bad huge emmy multi emmy award winning show everybody every fucking body was talking about it i got through an episode and a half and was like nope yeah can't do this i don't understand what's going on i feel no sympathy for these characters i've got no connection i'm out yeah yeah i can i was this is i thought it was a terrible show i've noped out a lots of stuff so so yeah i very rarely will nope out of something but like how long did i avoid watching lucifer and then I finally just gave in. Was like, okay. And then now I can't. Which, by the way, I still haven't watched that fucking episode. Yeah, he's back. So I think everybody has different thresholds for that. And I'm, I'm, so that I'm going to keep watching. Clearly, um, I will tell you, as someone who knows you, stick with it. Yeah, yeah. You'll get there. Yeah, and it it kind of helps that even though you're not telling me anything, to know that you know what's going on and that mm-hmm. you're like. You'll get there. Yeah. I think you will learn things that you want to know. Okay, good. Good. Because I don't just want it to be a whole bunch of like, tease, 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 little nugget of truth, tease, tease, tease. But all... be patient. There's a lot of ground to cover. Yeah. 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 We well, get a lot well, of ground to Well, I mean, if cover. you just look at it, the amount of characters we know about that we're going to have to meet. And knowing that you're only going to get through so much of the book. Yeah. 
Yeah, this, this is season. not a this is yeah. not a one season story. Mm-mm, no, so yeah, this is not like you get Game of Thrones, which the first book of the series, which is Game of Thrones. You're not going to get the whole book in one season. Yeah, yeah. So sorry. Um. So anything else? No, I think I'm talked out. All right. Thank you for listening, guys. Thanks, guys.